0: Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estebrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book Men Alive. Jim, when Jesus finished his nine Beatitudes, he continued teaching his disciples a new way of thinking. A radical way compared to the teachings of the Pharisees. Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. In the context of 2,000 years ago, what was Jesus saying to his disciples? Jesus
1: used salt as an illustration that was understood by his disciples. But before we examine this metaphor, let me tell our listeners a short story. I visited a pastor in a rural area of an African country. One night a gang raided his six-acre farm of ripe corn, snipped off five cartloads of corn, and cut down the remainder. His entire year's livelihood was gone. He had previously been the leader of a religious group in his village and then had converted to Christianity. After witnessing to many villagers, he was threatened with consequences if he did not stop telling people about Jesus. Listening to him being interviewed by a friend, I asked, Why do you as a leader still follow Jesus? Why have you not given up and returned to your former religion? He said, You need to know my background. I used to hate Christians. As a leader of the local religious group, I did to Christians what they are now doing to me. I understand their hatred, but one night a few years ago, I had a vision of Jesus Christ. He came into my room in a bright light and spoke to me. He said, I love you, I love all the people in your village, and I am choosing you to go tell them about my love for them, whatever the consequences. And then he left. A few days later, a Christian came to my village and explained how to become a follower of Jesus. I began teaching people what the Bible says about how to live the Jesus way in love. Then he concluded, I understand their hatred, but I know that you can overcome hatred with goodness and love. I will not give up loving my enemies. By showing them a response of love and forgiveness, this pastor was being salt in his community. But here was the amazing part of the story. Not only had they destroyed and stolen his crops, They had burned his storage hut where he kept his tools and equipment. They had even tried to burn his personal hut while he was away, but his wife and children managed to get the fire out. I had to ask him again, Why did you choose to remain in the village? Are you ready, men, for his answer? He quoted the words of Jesus who said, You are the salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world. Then he added, When Christians flee from a place, the preserving and seasoning effect of their righteous living departs with them. The effect of their light goes with them, leaving the darkness to become even darker.
0: That's a powerful example of being salt and light in a hostile community.
1: Let's consider how we as Christians are like salt. First, salt was pure. Salt preserves and seasons. Today, salt is so common, we think less about its value. In Jesus' day, during the Roman Empire, salt was so valuable that Roman soldiers received salt as part of their allowance, from which we get the word salary, based on the Latin word sal for salt. Jesus compares his disciples and us today to salt.
0: The pastor who remained in his village was adding a Christ-like flavor to the village against the anger of the villagers who were resisting God. Jesus is making a statement of fact when he says in Matthew 5.13, You are the salt of the earth. His statement is not a command or a wish list. Christians being salt in their world is a reality here and now. The implication is that we are to be now what God has already made us to be, pure and holy.
1: Salt was pure. Coming from the sea and made glistening white by the sun, salt was the most primitive of all offerings to the gods. If the Christian is to be salt, he must be an example of purity. In the world, efforts to lower standards of honesty, diligence in work, conscientiousness, and morality are going on all around us all the time. If Christians only compare themselves to others and regard themselves to be... 5% better than the world, the devil can lower the world to hell in a bucket of immorality and Christians will ride down with them feeling they are 5% better than the world. See 2 Corinthians 10.12. Christians need to compare their lifestyle not to the culture around them, but to the teachings of Jesus, the one who holds high the standard of purity in speech, purity in conduct, and purity in thought. Words are more effective when backed up by pure living. Even when we are with fellow Christians, we are to encourage one another to be conformed to the image of Christ. We have a pastor friend who is also a prison chaplain. If people would gossip to him or say unkind words about another person, he liked to say, I sense you have some very strong feelings about that person. His calm, neutral, non-confrontational style would make the person pause and think. Yes, I do. I am very upset by what that person said, or did. He would then help the speaker see that gossip and slander were caused by anger, which is a byproduct of lack of forgiveness. This pastor was being salt by seeking to heal wounded relations.
0: Salt was exceedingly precious. Inexpensive, but exceedingly precious. Christians may seem few, insignificant, and of no consequence to society, but they have exceptional value in God's eyes. Before we continue, let me remind our listeners we are offering a free PDF of our new devotional booklet, Live the Jesus Way. Request it by sending Dr. Jim an email at men alive God at gmail.com. That's men unto God at gmail.com.
1: Salt was a preservative to keep meat from going bad. It feels a little strange to think I am being kept alive by God to preserve my community from going bad. But salt rubbed into meat slows the rotting process. Christians whose lives exhibit blessedness will have a preserving impact upon a society that, if left to itself, will rot and deteriorate. The Christian makes society, whether it's friends in school, fellow students at college, co-workers, or those with whom he plays sports, less subject to decaying and ungodly influences. If a known Christian is in the presence of someone who is about to swear, they often say, Oh, oh, excuse me, I'll say it in a nicer way. Our witness can have a preserving effect on our society in many ways if we will pay the price and be known as a disciple of Jesus Christ.
0: Salt also seasoned food. Salt brings out the distinctive flavor of food. The increase of God's people should increase the flavor of life in many different ways. By his very presence, Jesus raised the spirits of people. There was a quality about his life that could not be explained in natural terms. The Apostle Paul reminds us that our speech should always be, quote, seasoned with salt. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. Colossians 4.6 In this
1: context, the Apostle Paul also talks about not grieving the Holy Spirit. One's words are linked to a person's spiritual condition, therefore words have tremendous potential for building up or tearing down. Scripture reminds us to watch not only what we say, but also how we say it. James 3, 2-12 says, Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives? Or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Our words can preserve and heal just like salt. I read Proverbs 18.21 in over 20 different translations, and in essence it says, Words can cause death or can give life. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences by our presence, participation, and penetration of society in our daily contacts in our neighborhood and community, our words bring the flavor of Christ to an unbelieving world.
0: We have the saying that a man is worth his weight in salt. That is, as it should be when Christians take their stand for God in society, they can be said to be worth their weight. Their stand for good causes society to be infertile for the growth of evil and ungodly influences.
1: If our standard of morality is no different from that of the people of the world, then we are no longer salt in the world. Being like salt means we do not harm others or ruin their reputation. God will be our advocate, our intercessor, and our protector. David prayed in Psalm 43.1 and cried out to God, Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. Rescue me from deceitful and wicked men. Being like salt means we do not retaliate against those who harm us or destroy our reputation. God alone is the judge and the sovereign Lord. He alone knows the hearts of people and how to deal with them. Thus if we take vengeance into our own hands we are assuming God's rule. In Scripture God says it is mine to avenge, I will repay. In due time their foot will slip, their day of disaster is near, and their doom rushes upon them. Check Deuteronomy thirty two, thirty five and Romans twelve, seventeen to twenty one. Being like salt means we do not hate those who hate us. Proverbs 25, 21, and 22 says, If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. The Hebrew word for reward also means completion. God completes the process initiated by the one who shows compassion to his enemy. This is our assignment with God's grace and power to be salt in our home and in our community. That is the way to be like Christ.
0: There you have it, men. Remember to order your free PDF copy of our new offer, Live the Jesus Way, Following and Living the Teaching of Our Master. Request it at menaliveuntogod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's men alive unto God at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Brooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become men alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.